This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About It. it. Emmy and I were on a very short-lived and I don't think ever performing publicly improv team. Yeah, that, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you're now like a real comedian. I, I suppose. I, are you? No. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you do improv still? No, I haven't done it in a long time. Uh, my roommate's actually a uh, on a house team at UCB, but um, but you're like you do like stand up. Yeah, I I, uh, I sort of let improv go by the wayside. Yeah. But it's because you don't work well in groups. Uh, I think. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I just was. I was talking about this like the other day with somebody that after a while it's like really annoying to have to coordinate schedules with like yeah, a bunch seven of seven other people. Yeah, people who have, have like all egos. different lives yeah. and stuff. Like, it's like a guy has to come from like a hospital to meet you, and you know, there's like a systems analyst yeah. and a systems and analyst. All these like real <laughs> wild day jobs, and then everybody comes into like a hot, sweaty room in Midtown to like crouch on a stool and meow together and yeah. stuff. And, and you have to, and everybody has to pay $15 for that privilege. Right, right, right. Pr- <laughs> um, were, you, were you always like brave in that way? Like you could get up on stage or did it kind of act as like a, a buffer between uh, being terrified and being solo on stage? Um, no, I was, I like was pretty terrified, I think. And it sort of felt like at first, at least like screwing up with other people was like, easier seems uh, safer I, yeah. I can yeah. get behind that line of thinking for sure yeah <laughs> are you are you also an improv or comedian type of no i'm of i'm still in the fucking terrified stage oh 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 yeah. <laughs> well hey baby steps man you're yeah. doing a podcast <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah you're right it's a, baby steps. this is a, this is a safe space well I, I i guess to to be more formal about this our guest today is emmy blotnick oh oh it is comedy <laughs> person <laughs> Uh, you're, you're also a writer, yeah. stand up, stand up, and writer. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are some things that you've written on? I kn- I brushed up on this yesterday, but it's all left my brain. Oh, um, <laughs> I wrote on a, an MTV show called Nikki and Sarah Live that was on for two seasons. And a uh, beloved show. Beloved show. It was a really fun show, and uh, uh, best week ever on VH1. Right. Uh, which was. Uh, alternately beloved and reviled show yes exactly there you go it, it, we we run the whole spectrum here yeah and uh and various other things yeah <laughs> well good times yeah we never um, got we never got best week ever up here i only ever heard about it. like did, was paul f Tompkins associated with that at some point yes where are you in toronto, They're in toronto. toronto oh my Canada. god yeah yeah well, for the home for the home listener who I, I think a lot of people don't realize this about our show uh, t- chris is recording from toronto and emmy and i are in brooklyn so we put it together later to make it sound like we're all in the same room but, I, uh, I, I almost god. like pulling one over on everybody though you know i don't want to i don't want to repeat that too many times you know just let, sure. let them believe we're all together having a great no, time. The theater of the mind an yeah. international <laughs> radio broadcast yeah. it is yeah <laughs> The first of its kind, the very first of its kind. It's super cool. I've never heard of anyone doing this before. So. Good, I, great. Well, that's, I, I guess some people, that's probably not true. I think, <laughs> yeah. No, just go I think with people it. have talked to each other in different countries before. <laughs> um, probably. <laughs> Maybe I've, never ta- I've never talked to Chris before we started this show. So. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you guys find each other on like Tinder? Or <laughs> <laughs> it was Grindr. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um international 
grinder. No fucking grinder. Right, right. <laughs> then you get on you get on Skype together. It's and it's, it's like grinder for asexuals. Like yeah. <laughs> like you you go to find somebody that you have a great connection with, but where it's absolutely impossible that you would ever fuck them. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> because I they're too far away. That's usually just friendship, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or marriage. Am I right, guys? Hey. Oh, Where's I wouldn't. Our rim I wouldn't shot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, let me let me tell you guys something. I uh, I've been watching um, Dead. I've been going over Deadwood again. Like I don't. If you guys, mm. you, you fans of Deadwood or no? No. I've never seen it. You haven't. Neither <laughs> You're one of you. Over two of us. Oh my god. Oh, that's the best <laughs> thing ever. You guys got to watch it. Anyway, it's the greatest. And watching it for the third time <laughs> is just like the best. It's the, as good as the first time. Maybe better. Anyway, in one, the commentary uh, I was watching as nerds do, um, you know, Powers like the Booth, DVD. the actor Powers, Powers Booth. Do you know who he uh, is? I've heard the name. I oh. haven't. That's a great name. I know. It's yeah. the greatest name. I can't. This story is going to just suck. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Powers Booth, they're telling a story about Powers Booth and how like um, his daughter um, is a character, like a background character in the show. And her name is Paris. And I, for a split second, thought that that was like the feminization of powers. Like, <laughs> and then I just realized it was my silly, silly brain. that just You have hurt. to have a special kind of ego to name your daughter Powers. <laughs> I know. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I guess I heard Powerese or something. Power, I don't know. It Powerese. sounds like I'm just, it reminds me of like, I just found out recently that the plural of vortex is vortices. Yeah. And that yeah. sounds like vortex yeah. would be the guy and vortices <laughs> would be his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that works perfect. It's also a flavor of five gum. That's how come we got into this in the first place. Five gum. What? You know the gum? Uh, do they have it in Toronto? Yes, yes. It comes in a black package that looks like like cool nightclub full of gum. Uh, well, that's where they, I think they give it out in like club districts and stuff. Like they're constantly handing us stuff out for free. I don't know Is why. Is it named after polar vortices because of gum's constant association with chill? Right, right. Oh, I guess I didn't even make that connection. It felt so random to me when I saw it. I was like, I'm, I don't know what a vortex tastes like. <laughs> like but is it like a cool mint or something? Like, does, is Yeah, it? I think it's a okay. mint. It's, it has a, a streak of blue in it, which Whoa. I feel like usually denotes mint. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, it's true. But anyway, uh, Paris <laughs> is a weird name. It is, it is. Paris sure Booth. Is. I don't know. Anyway. So, Emmy, what's going on with you this week? Uh, well, this is, I don't know if this is exciting, but it is what's going on with me this doesn't week. doesn't have to be exciting. Okay. Better if it isn't. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I get the L.L. Bean catalog in the mail. And, sure. And, uh... Uh, Everybody I, does it. Do you? If you get it, if you get one thing from LL Bean, they will find you for the rest of your yeah, life. It's like going to college. Like I've moved apartments like eight times, yeah. and they keep being like, "Another backpack, my lady." <laughs> <laughs> and but so, they and right. they and and your college have the same like private detective keeping tabs on you. <laughs> <laughs> like that's true. Colleges have like a yeah. wild radar for being the, like. I'm sure you mean to give us money now, right? Right, yeah. They call I, me all the time. And all the, ugh. I have it really rough because I have a really common name, uh, or common enough that yeah. it, I think maybe it's like sufficiently common that colleges think I'm somebody that went to them, <laughs> but like not so went common that they like go like, oh, Tom Smith, obviously like this is not our Tom Smith. Yeah, yeah. But like I get so much email from like <laughs> university of connecticut university of michigan <laughs> like university of like i i it's crazy and you didn't go to any of them or no that's insane. i'm wildly uneducated oh, and 
Yeah. There's also a, a nerd in the UK that has like an Xbox account and an account <laughs> at Games Workshop and like a bunch of other things <laughs> that are sent. Like I get all the emails for them sent to my email address, oh. but they're not me. So I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty. That's I interrupted crazy. your story. No, no, no. That's a that's a like a really interesting problem because it is like a mid level mid level common name. Well, it's yeah, and I don't know like how to get in touch with any of these people to be like I'm, not, you know, none of them want to hear it. You yeah, know, yeah. they just want to send me spam like, emails. I'm you, <laughs> and I get on your Xbox. Yeah. Um, ben Harrison, you UK. Name, it's your middle name is R. Uh, it's my nom de plume. Mm. Uh, my middle initial is actually the letter R. But, oh, uh, yeah. well, that's much more interesting than my fucking LL Bean catalog. <laughs> <laughs> well, you spelled out the sound of the letter R. So, 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 what's up with this catalog? Okay, well, I, I was just sort of paging through it initially, being like, wouldn't it be hilarious if I bought something? And if then, you bought everything, if you made yourself have an LL Bean look. Oh, I like. <laughs> okay, so I have a couple of T-shirts from them, and they're they're really soft, and yeah. they you can put them through the washing machine a, a million times, and they still look. Yeah you know respectable they have some and legit stuff yeah and and the other thing is and this is a pure vanity thing but <laughs> i have a size extra small in ll bean because all the stuff is cut for like mm. it's cut so that it covers like your fupa your knees your kids <laughs> like, the t-shirts are basically like big tunics like right. tents and so I'm i, like, I think that me, their primary market is like suburban mom who's let herself go a little bit yeah yeah and i think they do vanity sizing for those moms right so as a childless woman the the and that sounds sad as a young lady (laughs) um, (laughs) as a as a baron baron lady (laughs) Uh, i should specify that emmy is 60 yeah yeah and uh uh you know, house full of cats and plants. <laughs> and, but uh, I, uh, uh, I was into being a size extra small there for just for the pure, pure uh, ego stroking of it. Yeah. And so uh, they had one page that was like, uh, uh, it's three different moms uh, <laughs> fupa photoshopped off uh, posing <laughs> in pleated khakis. And you can get them with uh, like a regular super high waist, you can get them with a regular super high waist and an elastic in the back. <laughs> or they have a third sexy option, which is elastic, but it's hidden somehow. So like only you know you're wearing elastic waisted khaki pleated pants. So you've given up, but you're not announcing to the right. world that you've given up. <laughs> only you've given up on the inside, right. but not on the outside. That's sometimes uh, the saddest secret. You know, just yeah, you're yeah. the only one. That's a lonely, lonely place to be. God, that's true. I've you, given I up imagine. and no one knows. <laughs> at some point in the day you just have to find like some guy sitting on a bench and be like i'm wearing elastic pants <laughs> they walk away quickly yeah <laughs> yeah jump off a bridge <laughs> um, wriggle out of them before you die sure. uh, that got dark but uh the i don't think i know what a fupa is it's uh it's an acronym mm-hmm. that stands for like uh, scuba like is scuba an acronym self-contained Underwater Pussy breathing. Bre- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it, I think you got certified in a different kind of scuba than I did. <laughs> yeah, that that uh, 
fun underwater stuff. I was wondering what that. Um, <laughs> it's fupa is frontal upper pussy area, uh, <laughs> and I th- I think right like I we yeah, that's, cross uh, that's check this I with I Urban Dictionary. Sure. I also I think sure I'm a little intimidated by that website, so I'll just take your word for it. Yeah, sometimes I feel like you can fall down the rabbit hole there and just feel like there's a whole there's a other hole. English language that you are just not cool enough for. You're never so gonna be cool enough. Yeah, I usually just like squint, like I screw up my face when I'm at that website. It's like, oh, you know, like what ugh. the yeah, yeah. It's like weird sex things and and uh, like cool ways of saying you're drunk other than just <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, um, um, I'm totally jacked, man. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah that's up. not on there. I don't think. I'm jacked, no. man. I'm not even cool enough to come up with a good fake drunk. Uh. Oh, um, so so the there are three ladies in different kinds of pants, and uh, uh, it's uh, oh well. At the time, I was just thinking like it's silly that like if you're already buying like super high waisted pleated khaki pants from LL Bean that you would take any steps to cover up like but this is the, the elastic waist is what's gonna blow my cool cover. Sure. Anyway, so I, I was like, what if I got a pair? I was like, what if I got a pair? And uh Wait, I they're only thirty two dollars. Thirty two dollars. <laughs> yes. How did you know that? I nailed it. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's so reasonable. It's, it seems like what it would be. It, it's exactly what they are. I think and Ben just shops shipping. for LL Bean pants. You uh, might be an LL Bean kind of dude. I, maybe yeah, yeah. I have some. I I probably. I, I'm pretty sure I have some. LL Emmy Bean Emmy's stuff. sizing Ben up and down right now, just for the record. Just like, yeah, you're uh-huh. you're definitely an LL Bean guy. I think well, most of my LL Bean is stuff that my mom got me for Christmas and stuff. Yes. Yeah, oh, I thought you were gonna say it was stuff she got for herself, but then casted it off to you because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, there, there's definitely like a. a Venn diagram here of like shit from L.O. Bean, shit your parents got you. Right. <laughs> or shit you have. It's just a, it's just a circle. That, or, yeah, it's a circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect, yeah. Which uh, L.O. Bean garments have something to do with your parents. Oh. Right, so, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, I, after a day, I, I emailed them to my mom and I was like, do you think these are a good idea? And she's like, definitely. <laughs> and then I sent them to a, a, a friend of mine, not my mom, and she was like, you could try. <laughs> and so I got like a gust of encouragement and got them and they showed up last night and uh, they, it is the most like graphic, unbelievable camel toe I've ever had. <laughs> and just like the, the whole, the way they cut those pants is like, a it's a puzzle to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> So they're going bad. <laughs> in, in your email to me, you said that they made you look like Mitt Romney, which is a beautiful, a beautiful mental image. They, they are his pants first, I think. Like he's he's our foremost pleated khakis man. Sure. Even even more so, having not been elected president. Yeah, you can just see him running his disgusting, soft, fuzzy hands over <laughs> over a pair of jeans and a storing iron. That's a nice pleat. Yeah, that's, that's a. Real tight pleat on those. Yeah. So it's a, uh, you know, the weird thing. I mean, this is also probably not. It's not going to get more interesting from here. But <laughs> I was thinking about like when you order stuff online and it shows up at your house. Totally. Like, you kind of just like you're just like, oh, I own this now. Like I, I've never returned anything. Me neither. Yeah. Like it's, it's already there. It's a it's hassle. That's what they're counting I've, I've on. I've had yeah. a pair of shoes show up like a half size too small. And I'm like, eh. 
I'll just keep them because yeah, it's like you're like I'll just be in pain every time I wear these. Yeah, I just like, started foot binding. Simple mistake. I started yeah. foot binding. Foot I may as well just like f- fuck it. It'll it'll be quicker. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about right. You you'll be able to get out of work a lot with that. I think <laughs> the, the foot binding. Foot My binding, bound yeah. foot yeah. is really acting up. Yeah. <laughs> just one foot. Do you have one foot bigger than the other? No, no. I, I should have uh. said feet. My bound feet. <laughs> You really blew the plural on. But that I'm just one, like, man. I mean, I, yeah, it just one just gives well, me more ca- trouble. In Canada, foot and moose both pluralize as each other. So really, yeah. or I mean, as themselves. So no. you know, two moose <laughs> is just moose. I misunderstood two, even two foot that. Is I thought you foot. meant that that moose and foot are interchangeable <laughs> in Canada. That was me misspeaking. There's so much backward shit going on up here that I would take years to explain to you guys. Yeah, well, Chris, what happened to you this week? What's going? What's on your mind? Well, you'll have to forgive me because I just seem to uh, be getting invited to a lot of parties lately. So this, I, I was at another birthday party. I was. <laughs> I just. I just reluctantly showed up. Anyway, there was a. a your a, social calendar, your dance card, are jam packed. Yeah, it's full <laughs> to the to the nuts. And so there's in my buddy's backyard. He's got a, a, a garage slash shed kind of thing. It's a it's a garage. Like it's a tin garage. That mm-hmm. we were talking about the the uh, construction of this thing. Like it's just a, a marvel. Like it's you know you've got about a five inch piece of drywall cut in a weird shape that's kind of just I don't know put on the wall. Like it, I don't know how it's affixed, but anyway, it's kind of leaning and it's uh, it's a uh, makeshift, but it's uh, this cool little um, like dartboard area that he's got. So like a couch and you know. Uh, a barbecue and stuff, so we were just out there playing darts. He's got like a man cave set yeah, up? Yeah, see, I'm avoiding, I was avoiding it at all costs. I did not oh. want to say man cave. Anyway, I'm thanks, sorry. Ben. I'm, mm. Yeah, you uh, ruined it. Uh, I'm really, I'm full of shame now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it was, it was his 40- I said I said mocktail last week, so yeah. oh, I'm really on a roll of being <laughs> the obnoxious <laughs> asshole in the room. Yeah, go to your shame lean-to. <laughs> <laughs> My my shame cave. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to avoid cave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, Emmy knows how it works. I can't. I can't she even take comedic cues. Lean to y'all. Jeez. <laughs> so anyway, it was my friend Rick's fortieth birthday party, uh, and I thought the next birthday, next fortieth, was in October. But nope. lo and behold, here it is, and we're all outside, and you know, it's uh, a party all around us kind of thing, and we we're playing darts. about five of us playing darts, and that's what we did actually for about four hours. Months. Sure. It just we got stuck in this uh, dart vortex. You like that, that is a that is a uh, dart dart vortices or something that end up <laughs> being a lot longer lived than you ever anticipate. I this, feel like I'm telling you, I'm playing. I was playing with guys who play darts sort of like semi regularly. Guys who can tell you a number they're going to hit and then hit it three times, kind of thing. How know? do you? I have no idea how you get good enough to make a dart land where you want it to. I think you yeah. spend a lot of time in bars or you have a dartboard in your basement. I think mm. you know. Uh, I, I mean, that's my. It's the only. I, I I don't know any other way. There's like dart leagues, I guess, but I I mm. sure as shit don't know anybody that belongs to one did you guys have a picture of canadian prime minister stephen harper uh stapled to the dartboard <laughs> Fuck, it's like you were there ben <laughs> does everybody have beef with stephen harper yeah uh, right next to the dartboard we had on, i don't no. know anything about him yeah well he's a conservative uh prime minister and uh mm. this is not a political show and we won't get into it here okay no, <laughs> no I'm, uh, yeah he's a bit of a dick he's kind of I, I mean there's like steps being taken to dismantle the uh, or at least privatize parts of the uh, Canadian healthcare system. So people yeah. are not very happy about that. But that's like a step backwards, I think. Sounds, it is, sounds, and sounds I don't know enough about better. it. 
the reason I want to avoid politics is because I don't really pay too much attention and I'm part of the problem basically. So I can, I can dig that. Well, um, Oh wait, I was going to ask you a darts related question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get stuck in the dart vortex when you do the counting down from 300 way, right? Is that how you guys were playing? Well, no, here's the thing we were playing because there were so many of us, well, five of us, uh, there was, uh, we were counting down, but all we were doing was called, what's it called? Like around the clock or something like that? I don't even know what the game was called. It's You just start from 20 and you go down to one and then you forgot to hit two bullseyes. It's just a, a sort of a faster way. There's no pa- yeah. There's no points. I've, but I think I've played that version. Yeah, I mean, uh, so you get stuck when you can't hit that, that number. And it's, uh, you know, some of these guys who I think are decent players were just as bad as I was only they were f- like further ahead you know what I mean like they were good right. for a while then they started sucking I just stayed bad and lost a bit like very poorly <laughs> at the end there uh. anyway that was that's my thing I lost terribly at darts it's okay it's like a pretty low stakes game to lose it's like it's yeah. not really a sport it's I don't know it's there's no, I think there's nothing on the line it's, it's, yeah, there's, it's, it's, there's no kind shame of, in it well here this is kind of like the hidden elastic waistband thing where only you know about it. it's like you know, you come in last at darts, you're just kind of one of those, like, you just look down and kick the dirt a little bit. Like, yeah, even if I was fourth out of five, you know, it's like that. Right. But fifth, you just, yeah, you just for a split second, oh, I could have done better. Anyway. Were you fifth out of five? That's right. I was. Dead last. Dead last. I, I can't even, I can't. Yeah. It, you know what? It doesn't even matter how I lost. I just lost. That's it. <laughs> anyway. How about you, Ben? What, what's, uh. Uh, well, I had a really nice, uh, experience. I think this was Saturday night, um. A friend of mine is in town for the uh, Tribeca Film Festival with a movie that he produced, mm-hmm. and it's like a feature film, a documentary about the American Samoan soccer team, who were for a long, long time the world's worst soccer team. Like they were ranked worldwide by FIFA as the worst <laughs> soccer team, and I don't really like. Uh, I'm I'm not given to following sport and it doesn't uh uh pop up on my radar that much to like see a sports movie even but uh this was like i just had like this magical experience watching this movie Uh. it was like the world premiere and it was outside in uh downtown tribeca like we were right on the like boat basin down there and there were like 500 people sitting out under the stars watching this movie and like every time the team scores a goal like we're like on our feet screaming oh man and like some of the players that are on the team in the movie like came to the premiere and uh it was just like i just i uh if you have an opportunity to see it they're getting a uh a, a wide release of this movie it's called next goal wins and i really encourage people to go see it that sounds um, really good Oh, it was so great. Um, and there's so many cool things about the team. Like one of the one of the players is the Amer- uh, Samoan third gender, which uh, we would call a uh, uh, transgender, I guess. Um, so they call it a third gender. Yeah, they have like a third gender in their s- society's huh. construction, uh. and so this is a woman who was you know born a boy and uh, lives as a woman, and she's like the first transsexual to play in um in like international competition in soccer and uh also like one of the best players on the team that's and amazing it was so cool and i'm like you know trying to make movies with my life and uh like having a a friend and somebody that i've collaborated with 
you know, have a movie like this was just like incredibly gratifying and life affirming for me because I just felt like it's like you can just do it. You can just yeah. go out and if you want to do something, you just go do it and then, you, you know, do as good a job as you can and maybe you can go to the Tribeca Film Festival and have an awesome movie. Well, see, so. when you, you said that you had a life affirming experience watching a movie. You didn't obviously elaborate much more than that and so I, in my mind it's like oh yeah like i've definitely i was trying to relate like yeah i've definitely left a movie thinking like wow that's that is really something you know uh, and yeah. just feeling well, you know and uh, i have too but like this this one was especially so like both because the movie was so good and also because like i had kind of a personal connection of to course and that's all i was going to say i was just trying to relate and then you just explained why i can't really i mean you know i've never had a friend that's made a feature film and being in outside with 500 people and people that are in the movie who are cheering along like that's just insane that sounds like magic it was so cool it was like i yeah like i was like trying to put myself in in his shoes and think about like what that would be like to be like the person who produced this movie and I couldn't. I was like, this, like, <laughs> like I would like melt into, you know, yeah. into the ocean. You could have just, you could have just pushed him over and stood up and kind of like, yeah, that was me. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, it's like, I, you, like, li <laughs> like literally take his place. Yeah. So, yeah. So please go see it, people. It's called Next Goal Wins. Um, I'm going to. That's a promise. It's it's so great. A question. Yeah. Where is America Samoa? <laughs> uh, it's in the Pacific. I think it's. Below the equator, it's like it's considered a Polynesian uh, island. Uh, so, like a lot of the teams that they're playing are like Fiji and uh, Guam, and and like I think that like American Samoa is like a territory of the United States. So then there's Samoa, which is not, and like they have like crazy sports rivalry between American Samoa and Samoa. Whoa! Yeah, which I never knew about. Um, Th thank you, Emmy, for asking that question because uh, it is. Also, my favorite Girl Scout cookie. Oh, and yeah. I That's the one with the uh, coconut and the chocolate. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. going to have to explain to us ignorant Canadians. What are you You guys don't have Girl Scout cookies? Well, yeah, but the coconut one? I don't think we have a coconut. There's, it's, we, a, it's like a, a round one, little hole in the middle, uh, chocolate like bottom, coconut top. Uh, what? And, I'm, and, uh, someone, please. Someone <laughs> get me to that country immediately. Yeah. Girl Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tremendous cookie. I highly recommend it. It's I, I yeah, it's an extremely yeah. gratifying cookie. We literally have <laughs> we have chocolate, uh vanilla and chocolate mint. And that is I don't know any Girl Scouts I'm and, it, for you. and it fucking <laughs> blows. I want to I don't to. know any Girl Scouts <laughs> yeah. either. Yeah. Uh but uh, I don't want to be like looking for Girl Scouts no, no, either. And it's, it's that's too about. weird. <laughs> A friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine, uh, has a friend that owns a barber shop, and I guess the the, it's in a house. It's on the main floor of a house, and it's like one of these like modern day like, cool barber shops. And uh, yeah. the the people that own the house live upstairs, and they have this uh, young daughter, and I guess she's a Girl Scout, and she came home with a box of cookies. And the guy who owns the barber shop said, "I will take the entire box." So they had like he just bought in one fell swoop. I don't know how many, I don't know twenty five boxes of cookies from her. Three hundred thousand calories. Of <laughs> yeah, Girl but Scout I mean, cookies. for the whole, for the shop, and for people coming in and stuff. And I thought, like, what a cool feeling that must have been for the girl. Just to, okay, I'm gonna go canvas the neighborhood. And he's <laughs> like, no, no, you're you're gonna just gonna drop the box here, and here's your cash. Yeah. Job done. It's <laughs> yeah. like winning the lottery. <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. Emmy, I think I got uh, real laser focused on. Um, the Mitt Romney joke you made for your email. So 
I actually found a website that had like a bunch of drink suggestions for your Republican like election night party. And so this drink is called the Red State Roundup. Oh, What's it we were the Red the... State Roundup. Yeah. <laughs> and uh I, I guess the the bartender that came up with this is named Jonathan Pogash. Um I've never heard of him. But, real uh, real hit, quick, real quick, so Ben. That that yeah. was almost the drink I picked. No joke. Oh no! <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is a an ounce of tequila, half an ounce of uh, orange liqueur, three quarter ounces of grenadine, a quarter ounce of fresh lemon juice, an egg white, club soda, and nutmeg and a lemon wheel to garnish. So, as with all egg-based cocktails you want to shake the egg with the booze first without ice to like break up the the egg, egg white and then you add the ice and you shake it again um and then you strain it into a highball glass you top with uh sparkling water and you garnish it um I thought you were going to say you serve it in a pair of pleated pants. <laughs> <laughs> she was waiting. You could see her just like hanging on your words there. Yeah. Uh, uh, I wish well, I thought of like that. sounds like a tasty drink. It's what's, uh, what's your drink for Emmy, Chris? Um, well, really quickly while I was researching this, I, like I say, I almost picked that drink. I mean, it must have been, you know, maybe it was like five hits or something of yeah. like websites with Republican. What happens Same when Google? you search Republican and cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I did that, and then I actually did like a Mitt Romney cocktail. There's a whole bunch of uh, non-alcoholic drinks, and I was like, I'm not doing that to Emmy. Oh, She's right. coming here to have a drink. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I did see that uh, it was like from two years ago. It was like a Letterman joke where uh, I guess in response to uh, uh, Obama brewing his own beer, uh, Mitt Romney right. kind of stepped in. To, did, you, did you know this joke, Ben? No. Oh, it's just like it says you take four ounces of cold tap water, dilute it with four ounces of warm tap water, and, <laughs> and, and allow it to settle for 20 minutes. <laughs> so don't overdo it. Oh, I thought that was amazing. That's uh, really funny. So, yeah. anyway, yours, I also was laser focused, and uh, it was a stupid pun, play on words on his name. It's called a Mint Romney. Oh. Um, and it's a uh, it's two ounces of Woodford Reserve uh, or any bourbon, I guess. Yeah, uh, let's half just ounce. go with bourbon because I didn't sure. get Woodford Reserve. All right, <laughs> sorry uh, to the folks at Woodford Reserve. Uh, half an ounce of maple syrup. Uh, I just want to say fuck you, Woodford Reserve, one more time before we <laughs> yeah. move on eat, with this. Eat shit, you assholes. <laughs> I'm gonna stay neutral here. Uh, okay. <laughs> so half ounce of maple syrup. We're really burning bridges before they're even built. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, half ounce of lime juice, uh, four to six mint leaves, uh, and soda. Uh, so you're going to want to muddle the mint, lime, and maple syrup in a highball glass. Um, add the bourbon and top with soda. That sounds really good. That sounds like, uh, it's, is that sort of like a cousin of a mint julep, I guess? I think it, it sort of is, yeah. Maybe the maple just... syrup is a pretty weird uh, twist on that, but we'll I guess that's because he's from, a, he's fr from <laughs> he's a Massachusetts. Massachusetts. They make some... Some maple syrup there, right? Definitely in Not the New England area. Not as famous for it as, as Vermont. Right. But, uh, but that's just because Vermont isn't famous for that much other stuff. Yeah, Vermont pretty much has that and Ben and & Jerry's and cheddar cheese yes. to hang its hat on. And I, I would be remiss to say that it's not uh, really as famous as Canada for producing maple syrup. But, you know, Mitt Romney's an American politician. So we were just talking about how lame it would be to associate your entire state with maple syrup. And uh, <laughs> you just wouldn't associate your entire country. But everyone's thinking it. Everyone's thinking it. I just have to say it. 
Beavers and maple syrup. All yeah, right. Don't forget mooses. I'm sorry, moose. Um, well, Chris, the drink I picked out for you um, is uh, the Long Island iced tea. I figured this would be a good one to blame uh, your bad dart skills on mm-hmm. because this is a drink that is all about getting hammered and not about being a good drink, but it's like <laughs> randomly kind of is a good drink. Um, there we go. He's burping and it hasn't, he hasn't even drank yet. He's burping. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the recipe and then I'll tell you a funny story about a Long Island iced tea. So uh, this is an ounce of vodka, an ounce of gin, an ounce of white rum, an ounce of tequila, an ounce of orange liqueur, an ounce of fresh lemon juice, three quarter ounces of simple syrup, and cola. And you uh, just put all that in a shaker, shake it up, pour it into a nice, strain it into a nice filled Collins glass, top with the cola and garnish with a lemon wedge um my god so this is this is like there is i was reading uh in the joy of uh the joy of mixology i guess it is the gary regan book uh that there is some talk that tgi fridays may have invented this drink (laughs) (laughs) which uh i think is pretty hilarious um he couldn't confirm it so um, but I I choose to believe that TGI Fridays invented this drink. Where America um, goes to forget its problems. Yeah, and I when like when I first got into cocktails, I went in, I went to a bar in New York called Death and Co, which is um, a good one, a very good bar, and and I think uh, can claim a lot of the credit for kicking off the uh, kind of rediscovery of the Prohibition era cocktail. Uh, in the modern world, I mean, I don't think they can claim all of it, but they they did a huge amount to get people interested in drinks that aren't bullshit. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was amazed because I was in there on kind of a slow night and a guy came in and ordered a Long Island iced tea and the bartender said, sir, we don't make those here. Perhaps a bar down the street would be more to your liking. And That's and so the, polite. The, That's... Guy, the guy left and I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> and, and I was like a total snob about Long Island iced teas from that day thereafter. But thinking back on the ones that I've had... I mean, what are you you talking about, asswipe? It's a totally good drink. (laughs) You choose to draw the line at at Long Island iced tea when I know for a fact, and we've said this like numerous times, that you and I have shared big blue umbrella drinks together. So it makes no sense that you pick on the Long Island iced tea. No, and I I feel bad about it now, but (laughs) I do think that you could blame how bad you are at darts on... The fact that you're three Long Island iced teas into the uh, into the evening. Oh my! Can God. I confess something? Yes, sure. This is worse than a Long Island iced tea. I went through a phase last summer where my favorite <laughs> drink was uh, red wine and ginger ale on ice. <laughs> wow. Okay. Do I have to leave now? No, no, because that, you, you know what they're doing. Does that drink have a name? No, it's, I don't know. I, they, it's like a real drunk wife kind of drink. <laughs> Yeah, and I've, I heard it's I heard it served before as uh, and it's actually big in the UK is red wine and diet coke. Oh, oh man! So and and I think it like I first heard of it coming from America and then it must have got popular in the UK and now they're pre-packaging it and actually our <laughs> liquor stores are, is going to carry shit. this fucking red wine and cola. That's I forget, incredible. That what you had it didn't you Ben? Oh right, yeah. It I was did. called Mercola. 
Mercola. That's what it's called. Oh. Yeah, Mercola. Talk about life-affirming use... breakthroughs here. Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't do diet cola, though, so maybe it tasted Maybe, different. you know yeah. what, the diet maybe cola thing. Maybe there's some amazing confluence of aspartame and... No, the diet cola thing, I'm sure, yeah. is just... Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't think it's inconsequential, I'm sure. But uh, Mercola. So now, Emmy, please report back. That's Please. amazing. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'm heading straight to a liquor store after this. <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna have some uh, booze on your breath when you get there. So, oh, oh man, yeah. oh yeah. boy, oh good. Yeah. We're mixing your two drinks. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to pick. I thought we were just talking about no. recipes. No, no. This you're gonna so, have to taste them. Yeah. What this a good is, what this a is good a practicum. This, this is taken. not just a lecture. I'm glad um, that Ben explained to you. Actually, you even showed up just thinking we're gonna talk about drinks and like you didn't even expect to drink today. That's that's really. Uh, I knew really it, it was anyway. Yeah. I, I, this is a nice surprise. Okay, good. Um, uh, Chris, so what's my drink? Your Chris, drink. Chris. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Chris, Chris, you, what am I, getting carried away here or something? <laughs> no, I just uh, want you to tell it to me so that I can go make it. All right. It's called The Enlightenment, Ben. The Enlightenment. Yes. Yeah. It's, Does uh, it have mint in it? Uh, no. It's not even spelled like that. I'm just fucking with you. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm like, why would it have mint? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm an idiot. Uh, two ounces of bourbon, half ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of pomegranate syrup. Which uh, is grenadine. Uh, light or light flavored beer, uh, chilled. Uh, put all the ingredients, save for the beer, in and shake uh, into a shaker, sorry. Uh, strain into chilled glass, a top of beer. Now, the interesting thing about this drink is I found it on uh, the Imbibe magazine website, and it was mm -hmm. from 2009, and the inventor right. of this drink is a, is a man named Aidan Demarest, who Ben and I know from uh, our connection to Maximum FunCon. He's the bartender, and I work with him at the, the weekend event, and it's, uh, it was just kind of a cool, it was a sign I needed to pick this drink, so. Yeah. Aiden's a, Aiden's a very talented bartender and a very cool guy. Owner of a now, bar called Neat, by the way, in uh, Glendale. Now, now, Chris, I, I want to point out the fact that I'm not a whiskey drinker, and this drink is bourbon as its base you, spirit. I have been waiting because you have warned me for weeks. You're not, in, and you said, "Oh, maybe this is the maybe this is the place I'll drink a bourbon drink." And this, it turns out, is the place you're going to drink a bourbon. Okay, drink. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna break a a long-standing rule. This is exciting. On Why is this a rule? Well, I he's going to start punching holes in the wall. Maybe no, it's not no. that. It's I just I get uh, it, it. I've had bad experiences drinking whiskey in the past where it makes me feel ill. Mm. Um, <laughs> Sorry, mm. I just like the delivery of that information is funny. Which, which you guys know, which, is this a diarrhea thing? No, 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 no. I just like you're in grave danger, Emmy. No, I mean that makes people. That always makes people think like, oh, he gets fighty and drunk, and it's not that. It's like I just feel like, like off kilter. Uh, um, there's something about like when a dude in khakis goes like, I felt. Ill. Ill. <laughs> you just feel like, yeah, he's probably. It is. It's, yeah. it's all in the past. It's in what he doesn't say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's well, like jazz. With <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the notes in between the notes. Yeah. I'm willing to do this for science, Chris. I love uh, it. Let's Thank go you, mix ben. some drinks. Yes. We're back. We're back. I said, I said when you guys weren't listening, fucking Thursday, am I right, you guys? Huh? Yeah. Thursday. Drinking, drinking, drinking day. Drinking drinks. Cheers. Cheers. Chin, chin. Cheers all. Hey, hey. Oh, I got a really nice sound effect out of, uh, out of that, guys. Wait, so this one, this is the... That's the, um, 
That is the red state. state roundup. That's okay. Roundup. I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> what so. is that? Is that a lime wheel? Uh, lemon. Oh, lemon wheel. Yeah. Uh, so, so what we didn't set up for you, Emmy, is that you're gonna have to pick which is your favorite of these two drinks. <laughs> Emmy, just going for it. Just fucking I'm, go I, for it, Emmy. I'm a little embarrassed because we didn't. Ha I didn't have any highball glasses, so I made these in Collins glasses. I should get you like a straw. I do a straw, but yeah. don't, no, don't we're good. We're, we're good. Ben, here's <laughs> here's the thing about glasses. Like it's, it, we we don't have, we've got limited resor resources ourselves over here. So uh, you know anybody yeah. that's hardcore about the glasses, uh, well, I'm not gonna say exactly what I think, but we're working on it. We'll get some uh, we'll get some glasses in here. If Woodford Reserve knows what's good for them, they'll huh. send they'll you send guys some, a big full set of glasses. I actually read that a good way to get your glassware game up is to go to like thrift, thrift stores. Mm -hmm. You can get like all of the bar type glasses you could ever want, and they're like no money. And yes, yes, that's definitely true. Yeah. Crate and Barrel is also not expensive for some glasses. Right. Like they have some that are like a dollar, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty great. solid. Yeah, yeah. I, it makes you feel kind of expensive. Yeah, because they like, like make a big deal of yeah. wrapping them all up. Yes, in fish <laughs> paper. I, I'm marrying myself. Here's like, the thing <laughs> about glasses that cost a dollar: when you take them home and you unwrap them, they look like uh, you know. I don't know how much I paid for. It. You yeah. know, no one's gonna yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. And you, they you, look like any you other just glass. make a point of getting extra mad at somebody when they drop one. And then they think you have really expensive glassware. <laughs> That's the only yeah. way they're going to know, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a scheme. This is a really tasty drink. Am I allowed to? Yeah. Cool. You can, yeah, yeah, please. Especially gush, since gush it's away. the one that I, I suggested. I mean, this one, it tastes sort of like a, like a foamy pink lemonade to me. Yeah. Oh, I really boy. dig it. That's okay. hard to beat. That's going to be hard to beat. I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not in the throes of death here with my drink, so that's good. Uh-oh. I mean, not, it's not... It's not adversely affecting me so far oh i see right i thought you were commenting on the taste but yeah the the effect right Ooh. it's the effect i'm worried about right pal this one is also really great oh boy <laughs> good i'm glad it's gonna be a, so. it's gonna be a tricky decision um we have a so the running tally at this point is that we are dead even our last two guests split either way <laughs> whoa i won I think the most recent episode, and Chris won the one before that. So, wow. So, Emmy, you After, will face no punishment in light of the distance between us. I, I will not, I will not so, be taking this badly. But Ben, you're real close proximity. You know, yeah. so just be careful. Yeah, he, he's got his strangling hand ready, and he's got bourbon in yeah, and bourbon in the other. So, yeah, yeah. lobster um, of death. So I'm, I'm weighing, I'm weighing this out a little, a, a little internal pros and cons here sure. the pink lemonade one or the the pink lemonade tasting one the, uh, is, the red uh, state roundup red state roundup is like so delicious and like easy to drink well and i think the, that the, the the thing that we always forget to stress early on is that you should think about these in the context of looking like mitt romney in a pair of pants right? which of these pairs best with that scenario oh. what what is the most ll bean pant drink Shit. It's because I was gonna say that the the bourbon one. What was this one called again? Uh, the mint mint Romney. mint Romney. The mint Romney is a is a cooler drink. I think it's like a cooler looking one, a cooler sounding one. Like yeah, bourbon and leaves and <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, bourbon and leaves. Fuck you know, fuck cool. You just go yeah. with, just go with your gut here and your taste buds. I think, 
I think Mitt in those bad, if Mitt had a camel toe and a drink in his hand, it would be this a pink, pink drink. one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nice one, ben. So in your face. Nice. In your face. In your face. <laughs> but I'm you, so delicious. She fears for her safety, Ben. I'm just it was telling a, you. A, so there's an asterisk next to this yes, victory. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I can tell you one thing about right. this uh, Long Island iced tea. Mm. Let me tell you, if I was playing darts and I was losing... You know what I you know what I you know what I do? I'd say fuck darts. That's what I'd say. Forget darts. That's a that's a good thing. A Which is thing. why you're throwing so poorly. Yeah. I'm drinking um, really well though. Oh yeah. Those uh I, I just snuck sips of both of Emmy's drinks. Um they Thoughts? are both totally delicious. The uh, the yeah. maple is really cool in the uh, in the mint Romney. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. If I, uh, if if it didn't have the name it did, I would totally serve that to somebody. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I like this is I I feel like my uh, standard sort of bar drink when it's like not a great bar or whatever regular bar yeah. is a whiskey and ginger ale, and this right. is like a real dressed up jazzy guy. Nice. I like a tequila and ginger ale in a in a divey bar. Uh uh-huh. If you get some like non garbage tequila, that I've can never be really had a nice. tequila. That ginger sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend it. Mm. Um, well, really I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was a little concerned about my beverage, um, Chris, yeah. uh, because I thought it might kill me, but it doesn't <laughs> appear to be killing me. If, uh, if there's a delayed reaction, I guess you'll find out in some future episode of this show. <laughs> Maybe the but, next uh, one. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I think that um, <laughs> watching a a really like career and life affirming movie film would have only been improved by having an enlightenment cocktail. Nice, uh, as as designed by Aiden Demarest. Uh, I mean, you're always so complimentary about the, my drink selections for you, and I just you, kind you of do like, a great job. But I, I mean, just kind of, I, I mean. I'm not. Other other than the ones that I've had to shoot down because they sound ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we should explain that uh, I sent two over to Ben, and I was like, yeah, these are kind of funny cocktails. And yeah, one he, of them had a scoop of sherbet. sorbet in it. Sure, yeah. and, and, uh, oh, sherbet, sorbet, yeah. And so I thought, I thought like this is kind of funny. And Ben's like, yeah, I don't know, man. These sound kind of eighties. I'm like, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of cruise ship indulgence yeah exactly i mean who doesn't like that you know uh i mean only assholes but i i don't know i i feel like our show is young enough that we should at least demonstrate some uh competency before we really just go off the deep end and well, drink the drinks we really want to drink yeah. yeah and people uh, a few people have really not liked when we've hinted at drinks that we don't actually mention we we don't really disclose, so we're not going to do that mm. again. We're just going to talk about the drinks we're not, we didn't go with, and uh, maybe yeah. in a future episode where we feel like being you can wild do, and crazy. Yeah, like a reject pile. Sure, that's yeah. it. That is a that's a good idea for that's an episode. A, that's actually, go. we're gonna we're gonna use that. I guarantee. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Full maybe credit. we'll have you back for the reject. Pile. Oh, that yeah. would be great. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I can come and and tell all my uh, bombing bits. Yeah, while you guys <laughs> drink drinks that, that aren't work, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, James, where did you say? Sorry, real quick. Uh, where did you get the free the ticket for a free um, Long Island iced tea? Oh, the Rainbow. So where? The rainbow in L.A. Oh, right. So, the the Rainbow Bar in L.A. I guess they got a they went in and got a ticket for. Uh, a free drink and it was a long island i see like okay cool we'll just 
down this one and then we'll get to the real drink. And, and then it turns, <laughs> out, it turns out that these rock rock and roll guys had one Long Island iced tea. Couldn't like, handle Holy it. shit. Yeah. That's a hell of a drink. That's uh, that's what it's designed for. That's mm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a bartending class one time a million years ago. Uh, and um, they said that the speed rail, the mm-hmm. the like the rack of booze that is like under the bar, not the stuff on the shelf behind the bar, Top shelf. Uh, is typically, uh, and this is probably not quite true anymore now that people are like taking drinks seriously, but uh, is typically set up with the Long Island iced tea in mind because it's uh. got everything in the Long Island iced tea. Uh right there close at hand yes yeah, so you don't look like a doofus grabbing bottles from right because it's like yeah. yeah it's like i would it, say that's it, still it, true i mean it depends on the super, bar <laughs> i mean like it, there's like a couple of drinks that are like normal drinks to see on menus um like this and the ramos gin fizz mm-hmm. spring to mind that are like like every bartender in the world has got to just hate your guts if you walk in and order them <laughs> yeah um, but uh but the speed rack was like de- developed so that it would be like slightly less irritating to do so that you could get your $1 tip or whatever. I, I mean, yeah. I think it depends on the bar, but I think that um, would still be true, Ben. That they would keep the, uh, oh my God, I just burped for the first time in yeah. the microphone. All right. Yeah. I'm not alone. I just love You're when a ben, professional I now. love when Ben does it so much. It just makes me laugh because he's just like, <laughs> He like soldiers through, and I love it. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think it's still true. They probably they're set up for that, and maybe like Jagermeister, you can add to that garbage mix. Oh. <laughs> we had a, a drink request sent into us via Twitter from Tyson Elder, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so cool that someone requested uh, it, that should happen all the time it should yeah. yes it does I'm trying to pull it up here well it happens Why once can't a week I pull it up? <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go so he says I've got a big life moment coming up any recommendations for putting a concert putting on a concert photography art show um, and uh, I was uh, I was a little bit stumped because I was, uh, you know, I was thinking maybe like a drink that features some photochemicals get you, <laughs> get you real messed up. Mm-hmm. But um, I was, uh, I was paging through this book that I have, the Hemingway and Bailey's Bartending Guide, which I've referenced before on the show, um, and uh, I, I just found a passage from uh, that uh, is a, a quote from Eugene O'Neill that I really liked, um, that. Uh, is associated with a beverage, so I thought I I would just uh, I would just use this. So Eugene O'Neill said, "The artist drinks when he drinks it all for relaxation, forgetfulness, excitement, for any purpose except his art." Um, and I really liked that because yeah. you know I think that it's easy to tell yourself that you're like gonna drink and do something creative or whatever, but uh, I think that uh, I think it's good to kind of separate your your work and your play. Um, so, uh, the, the drink that Eugene O'Neill was famous for drinking is the Gibson, um, which is basically a gin martini with, uh, with onions instead of olives or a twist. Uh, (laughs) A reaction of disgust from the galley. uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> James James Black, well known well known martini hater. That's my favorite. Uh, just uh, just your voice is disgust. But uh, so you know we we we've done this drink in the past already, but just for for a reminder, you, into a chilled cocktail glass, you're gonna pour half an ounce of dry vermouth, rinsing all surfaces therein, and dumping the excess, and then you'll pour two and a half ounces of gin into a shaker and you're going to stir that up with ice you're not going to shake it uh, and then you'll strain it uh, into the uh, vermouth glass and then you put two or three cocktail onions on a skewer and stick that in there and then you go to a mosh pit yeah Yeah. (laughs) absolutely yeah and apparently eugene o'neill would have uh, a splash of club soda in his gibsons but uh well, well, onion that, and soda. That sounds like, <laughs> mm. that sounds insane to me. Yeah. yeah, but the real, the real rock and roll movie is like, you know, you take that into a mosh pit and you don't spill a drop. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're taking that pictures. Be, that'd be pretty punk rock. Yeah. That would be extremely Camera punk in one rock. hand, a martini glass in the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're done, you just smash the glass on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like an accent. It's been it's been a hell of a show, guys. Uh, I think we should uh, obviously thank Emmy Blotnick for oh, coming man. in. Thanks, Emmy. Thanks our, for having me. Our, These are really good drinks. You guys are great. Thank uh, you. Our guest, um, Emmy. Do you have anything you want to plug? Your Twitter account or your shows coming up? Uh, I'll do the Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. My uh, it's my full name. It's it's uh, at Emmy Blotnick. Uh, and that's. B L O T N I C K. Nailed right? it. Blotnik. Yes. Emmy Blotnik. Um, she's very funny on on Twitter. Uh, I highly recommend that you follow her. Um, <laughs> and uh, see uh, see if you can uh, go see her live sometime. She's great. Woohoo! Um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, we should th- thank James Black for Thanks, James. Uh, engineering the show. Thanks, uh, we James. should thank. Paul Watling for drawing funny pictures of us and putting them on our website. And thanks, Graham uh, Walsh, for the music. Yeah. Oh, and if you guys want to look at much better pictures of the drinks that we've been making than we have taken so far, uh, our friend Frank Charlton has been studiously uh, recreating every single drink from the show and putting them up on his Instagram. So if you search Instagram for Frank Charlton, uh, throw that guy a follow. He's doing incredible you know, work. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Frank condensed like four or five episodes into two nights. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but uh, Frank Frank he, he has like an quickly. amazing personal bar and like better looking glassware, uh, better lighting, cooler straws. Basically, like, basically, when when Ben and I get tired, Frank's gonna step in here. Yeah. We just really need to like send him the drink list in advance every week and <laughs> yeah. use those pictures because it like it's it's really putting us to shame. So. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> Anyways. Just hope he has good health insurance and yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> sure, exactly. <laughs> Drinking like five drinks. <laughs> anyway, good. He sounds like a great guy. He's, 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 he's the bee's knees. He's got a he's got a majestic beard as well. Oh, that's great. Um, well, uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, if you have a drink request, you can tweet us at Drink About It or at Benjamin AHR or at, at Crispy Chicken. And uh, we will be back at you next week with new life events and new drinks to go with them. Yeah. Later. Later. Cheers. Yeah.
another name for a lean-to there's like a wigwam, wigwam. Mm. yeah TP. i believe that i believe wigwam is racist is it, is it? i don't know <laughs>